Episode 111, Part 3 of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, Sean. <laughs> Hi, good evening, blah. It is I, your pal, Dracula, blah. So, um, yeah, here in Part 3, we do, as we always do, the news. Yeah. Um, some of the topics are the Marvel movies, the DC, Mar- DC movies, uh, Haunted Houses. Yes. Um, we talk about Wes Craven and his, his new uh, television show. show yeah. We talk about where sci-fi fucked up. Yeah. The sci-fi channel, for those people who have the sci-fi channel. We'll explain on the episode itself. But, uh, yeah, so uh, that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> that's all I got to say about that. Came out some French pot potatoes. And then we'll be right back, folks. <laughs> Can you hit the button, Yeah. <laughs> And we're back, folks. Sorry to cut in this Baba O'Reilly song, but I got breaking news, Ed, since we're doing nerd news. All right. I have come across what could possibly be the first sign of the apocalypse. <laughs> is this a... Wait a minute. Can I guess? I, I, I'm not looking at your screen. Can I guess what it is? Because I saw this the other day, and I think this, I think this is the same thing. What? Is it anything with Grumpy Cat? Yes. Is it the Lifetime movie that they're going, Christmas Lifetime movie? Not only is it that, I just posted it on our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio. Yeah. Um, it's the trailer for the movie. Yes. Have you seen it? Yes, I have. I'm going to play it. Go ahead. Because I believe that this here could be, this is what happens when you let the internet go too far. <laughs> we are going to have to, I need you to make a note. Yeah. Or if Erica's listening, she needs to make a note. It uh, it premieres, this movie premieres... On the 29th of November. The 29th of November. We need to know what the ratings are for this. What I can only see... I have no words to describe how bad this looks. Okay? Have you seen the trailer? I saw it downstairs yeah. when I was having a smoke. I saw it, I watched it, and I went, holy crap, is this bad? I need to put this on the show. Uh, you know, <laughs> this is this is breaking news as far as I'm concerned. Okay. Now, you're going to hear two voices, and you're obviously going to know which one's the grumpy cat by the, the attitude that the cat has. Yes. But I cannot, for life of me, like, to me, this is where, this is almost, this would be akin to the dancing baby in Ally McBeal. Yeah. Where the internet has just gone too far with it, it, I don't know if I consider it just a complete fail or some sort of um, commentary on today's society. <laughs> because I think that in generations from now, we're going to look back at this moment and go, Nero had its, his, Nero had, Rome had its moment before it burned. Yeah. This is, I think, the moment it's going to be looked at as the moment where America as a whole. If you've never been, if you never thought it's failed as a country before, now this is this is where this will be the the pinpoint of internet society, internet popularity, combining with arts and entertainment to basically knock down the foundation that is America. <laughs> All right, okay. Here it is. My Christmas wish, I wish, I wish I meet a friend, one on whom I can depend. So me, you really screwed up your big wish. Okay. 
For anyone that loves Christmas stories about... Here we go. Goodwill. I don't care. Joy. Mm, no. And peace to all. Fail. Then... You are a loser. Are you serious? Of course I'm serious. Look at my face. This Christmas... You were talking to me. What are you, some kind of blonde witch? I heard all of that. Stop it. You stop it. You stop it, witch. When it comes to the holiday spirit... Don't get sappy on me. Wait, I forgot. It's a Lifetime movie. All pets are off. Dude, grab that cat. Let me know! They don't even make paintball guns for cats. Get out of here, British crappy cat! Aubrey Plaza brings the internet sensation to life. This is the best Christmas ever. Go ahead, ignore the title of my movie. Crappy Cat's Worst Christmas Ever. Jingle bells, Christmas smells. Saturday, November 29th at 8 on Lifetime. My cr- if, if there has never been a reason to riot... <laughs> I'm not. I'm, I mean, as much as I enjoy a good anarchy and an, an, yeah. a, a, a looting and <laughs> pillaging, I might actually have to stand outside of a place with a, a pitchfork and a torch. <laughs> and I'm Jewish, and I'm, I'm offended by this. <laughs> I, I I saw this and I was like, this counts. <laughs> like really? <laughs> like I'm, I'm just going. You got. You, <sighs> like I, we need to find out what the ratings are going to be. Like November 28th, it goes on. Yeah, uh, we, we might have to watch it just so we could talk about it on the, the the following show. But we also need to find out the ratings because there's no <laughs> way people are going to see this. There, there can't be. I mean, at first it's a lifetime movie. Yeah, but really. Like they didn't even like they they didn't even animate the cat's mouth. No, it's just her him think her thinking it or him thinking. I guess it's a, it's she. a her. It's yeah. a her. Aubrey. Uh, um, uh, I forget her name. Um, Aubrey something. She's from Parks and Recreation. She plays like the goth girl with glasses who's uh, always kind of like, yeah, whatever. Right. Like so, it's like oh, it's the perfect voice. It's like, um. When they had the Garfield cartoon, yeah, and they had the guy who sounded like Bill Murray. So when they did the movie, they actually hired Bill Murray to do the voice of Garfield. Yeah, you know, problem is, is that this is the cat, real cat, and it just sits there most of the time, doesn't do anything. Yeah, just because the face of the, the it just has the constant frown right. on it, the grumpy cat, and it's just it's. <laughs> Look who's talking was a better movie, <laughs> and I love Look Who's Talking and Look Who's Talking too, by the way. Look who's talking oh, now, though. I, 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 I have to say, I, I enjoy Grumpy Cat. I love the, the memes. I always see. The memes are good. You know, like, I, I enjoy. I think this is a little too far. I, I have to agree with you on that. Like, this is, this is kind of like, really? But I can't kind of want to see it. It's kind of like seeing Transformers 4. Uh... You know, it's going to be bad. <laughs> but I'm like, I'm like, I, I'm, I'm kind of interested in seeing this. You know, like, I've, I. <laughs> Because the cat's name is Tartar Sauce. Yes, I actually did the name of the cat. Oh. <laughs> I did some research You're on You're a Tartar it. Sauce stalker. <laughs> You're a grumpy cat stalker. <laughs> that is a cute, one of the cutest, one of the few cutest cats that I like to see. That one and uh, Little Bob. I don't know if you've ever seen that one. His tongue's always sticking out because he has a uh, uh, bone deficiency in his jaw. Okay, so, so make fun of the little retarded cat. I don't make fun of him. I enjoy it. I think he's the cutest little thing ever, you know, or she. Uh, okay. But, uh, you know. Look, I even posted the picture, and the cat's behind a wheel or something. <laughs> yes. Don't drive angry. <laughs> don't drive grumpy. Just don't drive grumpy. <laughs> so, uh, 
Let that be. Our... Yeah, I can't even top that. So I think we should just call it a night. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I. I even pose that this has got to be the first sign of the apocalypse. Just really. Yes. Uh. Yes, really. It's real. Yes, it's not a joke. It's not something we're making up. I wish it was. I, this I, is brilliant. You know, just as crap. Uh, <laughs> ah. All right, let's move on to the actual some nerd news here. All right. Sci-fi basically admits they screwed up. Huh? Huh? I'm glad you said that. What about? They after <coughs> Battlestar Galactica ended in 2009, which was one of the, you know, most serious shows that they've had in recent years. Sure. And of course now with the broadening of you know, Walking Dead and other sci-fi genre horror kind of shows coming okay. out there. There was a uh, Game of Thrones. And, yeah, I mean, I can give you a long list, but I'm Please not. Please don't. Yes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> screw uh, you. We, Just for that, we we get the we, no. we get the point. But what's the point where they screwed so up? So they they have actually gone for more campy stuff through the last couple of years. Yeah, like Sharknado, you know, Sharknado 2, two making a Sharknado 3. Exactly. Yeah. You know, like those kind of movies they've been doing over and over again. They've more of, like, they've gotten re- uh, less serious shows. It's more comedy-based driven well, type of styles I was, or... I don't know, comedy. I would say more campy. Right. Like, it's it's the idea that's supposed to be, like, I don't think, I don't think Sharknado was meant to be, like, a terrible movie. I think it was supposed to be, like, a fun horror movie mm-hmm. that became... A, a, a phenomenon of how bad it was. Right. So they're riding that wave of camp, like Anaconda versus Predator or whatever. Right. All right. So so where's the... So basically, they're, of course, you know, they have 12 Monkeys as, as one of their shows that they're they're premiering. They've right. actually premiered already. They, they do have some serious programs like Helix so, and, and 12 Monkeys. So they're, they're they're bringing more of those shows back. And they were, they were mentioning three of them in particular during this conference that they were talking. And it was once called uh, Childhood's End. Uh, the next is the Expanse, and finally it is Twelve Monkeys. <laughs> Hunters is okay. the other one. So uh, the uh, first one, Childhood's End, is going to be a mini series. It's going to be a six hour. It stars a uh, Charles Dance, based on Arthur C. Clarke's sci fi classic. Follows a breed of aliens, call themselves the Overlords, who manage the peaceful in- invade and rule of Earth. All right. So it's created a. F- Pseudo utopia that comes at a price of human identity and culture. Always does. Yes. All right. That will premiere in 2015. The Expanse is a series that's going to be 10 episodes, obviously, as a, as a trial based on the series. Again, it's, uh, this one is actually another book by uh, James S.A. Corey, a thriller set 200 years in. In the future, thank you, yes. <laughs> I would say sci-fi wouldn't be the past. <laughs> sci-fi, the future. The Expanse follows the case of missing young women who brings a hardened detective and a rogue ship's captain together in a race across the solar system to expose the greatest controversy... Conscious, controversy? Contraspiracy. Uh, conspiracy. 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 Wow, you weren't even close, buddy. Not even close. I don't even get the ten dollar. Wow. Gift. I hope someone drank. I hope, I hope people at home playing the drinking game really got a good one there. <laughs> In human history to date. So. Uh, oh, hold on. Slow down. There's no, no, there's no date. I'm sorry. That's the same. They don't know when it's coming out. All right, no, but my question is that they're promoting it. It's going to have the biggest conspiracy of all of humankind. Yeah. 
of all uh, to date. Yeah. But it's set 200 years in the future. <laughs> so you don't know what the conspiracies are going to be between now and then. Yeah, right. And right, whatever. <laughs> and, the and finally, and in Hunters, Hunters, it's another series. This one's going to have 13 episodes based on Whitley Stryber's novel of Alien Hunter. A Philadelphia cop Woo! searches for his missing wife, leads to and discovers the secret government secret government unit that assembled to hunt a group of ruthless terrorists who may or may not be from this world. And that will premiere in 2016. All right. All right. Hey, I mean, okay, The Hunter sounds kind of interesting only because hometown, yeah. hometown pride. But I know it's going to be cheaply made, so it's going to be in like Vancouver. <laughs> It'll be Philadelphia. I, know, I mean, they, I mean if, if you're basing it off of what they did for Battlestar Galactica. That's the problem. Right. Battlestar Galactica, like... Is like uh, if they're you're trying if you're trying to go they're trying to recapture lightning in a bottle. Mm-hmm. They're sitting there going, okay, we all know Battlestar Galactica was awesome, right? You know what? Then why don't you follow that up with? We also know that Capria was crap. <laughs> okay, right. if you want to if you want to admit mistakes, admit to that one first. Not go, oh, we've gone more campy. Well, you know what? No, you your second chance at a serious thing. To continue the Battlestar Galactica line turned out shit. Well, it's the other thing with the problem with Caprica is that they want to they wanted to go like pre they want a prequel right like you know and that's here's the story behind the story right and I don't think anybody really cared like when the Cylons, right. like when the Cylons invaded to they get to Earth is what you want to see you know right. like how it all started how they built the machines and all this kind of stuff is not wasn't that you know interesting I mean they really. Especially the first episode, they really trying to draw you in because it's like, oh, there's gonna be sex and that, that, that violence and all this kind right. of stuff that you're like, ooh, you know, like it's gonna be Battlestar Galactica on steroids. It's gonna be awesome, and it was a big but fucking letdown. Right, but see, that's the problem. You can't like to promote. I kind of I kind of feel it is if you're gonna use a show or any show right. that had like like okay, we create a show. It's like Breaking Bad. You know what? It's not Breaking Bad. Right. Don't compare the two of them, especially so those three shows that they have talked about zero resemblance to Battlestar Galactica. Right. So to them to go, oh, well, we admit that we fucked up because we're not doing more serious programming and we've gone the way of campy. You know what? I don't think it's a mistake. I mean, you obviously have the viewership for those campy stuff. Why not embrace it and do yeah, more? Yeah, but I don't, I don't think they do. That's, that's... Yeah, I think what happened was it sounds like someone got a... Someone, there's been a, a position shift change yeah. in the company, and someone went, you know what? I thought fucking Sharknado was stupid. We're not doing those stuff anymore. Let's actually do some real programming. Where somebody, the one before him, was like, dude, it's fun. We get the viewership. It's about, it's about advertising money. Mm. And a show like Sharknado Three will get more advertising than a show like Twelve Monkeys, on in the in the long core. Like, are you? What do you think has more of a resonance in in pop culture, Sharknado or a show like Hunters? You know, like <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, you're right. I, I think that that's where like sci-fi. First of all, I think sci-fi made the biggest mistake by going with the syfy. Yeah, if you want to start. If you want to start being taken seriously, maybe you should make your logo more serious. Right. Don't do some trying to hip, trendy sci-fi. You know, just go with the S-C-I-F-Y-I or whatever. F-I. F-I, yeah. yeah. F-Y-I. I don't know. For your information. <laughs> you know, 
Like, but no, you someone there went, let's make it hip, let's make it trendy, let's make it, oh, like, like hashtag sci-fi. Yeah. Like, you know, we're not nerds. We're cool because we added wise, yo. You know, it's like <laughs> swag, sci-fi. That is the... <laughs> so if you want to be taken seriously mm. as, a, as a station, you know what? Take your logo seriously. Yeah. You know, show it with reverence instead of being kind of like, oh, look, sci-fi, woohoo. I've never known Sir Sharknado to be have any basis on scientific reality. Right. You know, at least Battlestar Galactica, while it was a show, it was science fiction. Sharknado is not science fiction. That alligator, like Shark, Sharktopus, how is that science fiction? I mean, it's it's science fiction because it, it does, it pays homage to those campy movies of the 50s, you know. Mm. But today, no. You know what? There's a smarter audience. They look at those movies as camp because they're presented as camp. Yeah. You know, if you want to be taken more seriously, all right. But they have that show Helix. Like, you know, I don't know. You, no, I'm not seeing it. Right. Every time I mention it, you have that glassy eye. Like, you have no idea what it's about. Right. It's about an underground bunker, disease control. You know, it's it's all. It's I've seen a handful of episodes, but it's very it's very serious. It's not like hey, waka waka. Yeah. You know. Yeah. All right. So sci-fi is saying they fucked up, but then I don't know. I just all right. Then, <laughs> whatever 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 right, moving well, on moving on how about this one to grab you ll cool j is joining the marvel cinematic universe i have not heard anything on that ah i'm well, there's a reason behind this okay because it's made up <laughs> no it's not made up uh basically ll cool j has tweeted tweeted excuse me i am so ready for this role in a marvel movie so basically based off of that People think he's now in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Here's what experts would think because they're not. He, every time he asks, they ask him questions. He's not saying a word. Right. He's keeping his mouth shut. They think it's the same thing that Vin Diesel did to get into Guardians of the Galaxy when he was tweeting about like meeting with Marvel and okay. or, you know, or or I have this big role in you know like Marvel, right. blah blah blah. Or I'm going to be in a Marvel movie. That is the same thing. Where he wants to be in a movie so badly that he's starting a tweet and the, the followers are, you know, responding and reacting in a way like, "Oh, great," because they think he might be in the next Panther movie. Okay, well, that's already been well. Okay, well, they got their Black Panther mm-hmm. this week. I mean, sure, you pulled that article, right? No, really, one of the biggest news of the week of the actor playing Black Panther, <laughs> and you went. Eh. <laughs> yeah, it's not important. <laughs> I didn't see it until it was after the fact. Well, okay. Uh, I will. Can you explain? I will Google. So, a lot of the the critics, I should say, not really experts, but the critics are saying that he is trying to generate an internet buzz, stating that he's going to be in a Marvel movie. That Marvel will go. You know what? He'll be great for this. Let's get him in for a meeting and see what he thinks, and then kind of throw him a script idea. And, and, and see what he goes with. That's a, that's what a lot of experts are saying. Whether it's confirmed or not, he's actually going to be in a movie. If he had more talks with it, none of that is confirmed. Okay. Um, first of all, it's Chadwick Boss, uh, Bossman. He's going to be Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, for those people who don't know it, he's in 42. He was on Get On Up. He was in uh, Draft Day. He's going to be in Gods of Egypt. Apparently, Captain America Civil War, he's going to be Black Panther. And Black Panther, he's going to be Black Panther. Okay. Um. Okay, first, great casting choice because he's awesome. I like him as an actor. I've you know, Get On Up is probably one of my favorite movies 
mm-hmm. so far. Um, the LL Cool J thing, I'm going to say it like this. Does LL Cool J really need Marvel? No. Right. So if him to tweet that, to try to buzz up thing. Yeah, but, you know, the thing is, is that I, I mean, does he need it? No. But it, would it be a nice crown in his career? Or not, or not in the crown, but a nice piece. A nice his, jewel in his crown? Yeah, a nice jewel in his crown. With, with the, you know, like, I mean, come on. I mean, like, you have Radford. You have Glenn Close. You have Michael Douglas going to be in one. Uh, okay. You no, have these high. No, no, I'm laughing because I find it funny that you would lump those Oscar winners. Yeah. And then throw LL Cool J in that pool of but that pool well, of well, but uh, the, the, my point is the fact is that you've got these high caliber actors who've, who've been around for decades, right? Playing in these movies, and now they're going they're in Marvel movies, right? And, you know, kind of thing. LL Cool J sees these kind of actors being in there. When you want to try, you know, what? I'm going to lump myself with Robert Redford, Glenn Close, you know, Michael Douglas. You know, like wouldn't 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 you want to have that kind of caliber? Like I don't know, not I, I don't know. It depends on how I view my most number one show on television. Right. Like, he has NCIS Los Angeles for five years, starting their sixth season. So, he has longevity in not only in acting, in music, television. You know, it, it comes a point where, like, I mean, like, I don't know what goes through his head. Maybe he would, like, maybe because he wants his own action figure. Yeah, you know, I mean that's again. I mean that's another that's I another mean, valid it's, point. It's was possible, out. but I mean I don't know. Like I think that he, for all we know, he could be a voice in the cartoon, right? You know, so it's, it's like that could be the buzz. You know, maybe I don't know. I just I don't know enough about Black Panther to have any like. <laughs> like is he going to have? A, is he going to play a villain? Is like what villains Black Panther has to say. Could he play that role? Like everyone made a big deal of the Rock. I mean, he could about... be, he could be, he could be Black Panther's advisor. You know, I can't think of the act, the the, right. the character that's in there. You know, Black Panther. He could be his father. You know, okay, passing the mantle, okay, like a flashback kind right. of thing, or that... passing the mantle of Black Panther because his father was the original. Right, right, yeah. right. Okay, I'm just I'm, saying because I, I, I mean, there's different, there's different parts that he could play. If he was Black Panther that we're talking about, because they're also talking about him doing maybe a, a role of like Luke Cage, but they're doing that on the Netflix, which, right? So which makes no sense. But they think that they might there might be a Luke Cage in an Avengers movie. Okay, he's a minor character. Uh, well, I, I like. All right, I consider this to be more like a confusing kind of. Yeah. No, no, like, again, it's the rumor mill of geek thing, which is what we focus in on. Yeah. With, I don't know. Like I said, personally, I just kind of feel like there comes a point in time in, in, in an actor's career, especially one of, like, of you may not watch NCIS Los Angeles, but it's a huge hit for that channel. I'm, I'm, I'm not a, disagreeing with right. that. I'm not saying he's doing poorly in this show, but maybe, maybe, because that's the thing. I mean, you got to think, there are the actors, when they're doing this stuff now, they're, 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 there's, there was deals made, like, years ago. Sure. You I know, type of thing. There's going to be a point where his contract could be up, and they're going... I mean, I don't know. I mean, they, they they could be like, you know, we want to do another five years with you, another six years or whatever, right. you know, type of thing. They might be like, "There's here's the end of the contract. We're going to renegotiate for another six years because, you know, we, we figured six-year running was going to be good and we didn't know where it was. Now it's just your high success, your number one show. We want you for another six years. And he might go, you know what? I, I love doing the show. I'm glad we're on top. I'm glad I think. But I want to do other projects. Like, I want to move on. Like, I want to do movies again. I want to go... 
you know, I want to do make an album again, and so I can go on tour. You know, so so me doing this yearly show is is hurting my uh, my schedule for other things because he is all he is, is all over the place. I mean, he's, you know, he's has done movies, he's done sure. I mean, music. He is, he's a triple threat, right? He can sing, he can dance, and he can act. And then, and and it's, well, it might be a point where it's just like you know, I love doing this show, but I want to try other things. And to be in a Marvel movie could let could hold me like to a six picture deal or. You know, like, and I have to do less you know, work. Okay, I, I can agree to that, but here's the problem. Sooner or later, it's going to have the Batman, the Batman effect. Sooner or later, it's not going to be about the heroes. It's going to be about who's in the movie. Uh-huh. And that's the thing is like now, because the Marvel movies, so, I mean, the Marvel movies are a hit. They're a moneymaker. They're, they're iconic. I mean, this week we found out that Guardians of the Galaxy is the number one, the number two biggest box office of 2014. Uh-huh. Um, sooner or later, it's going to be well. Who's going to play this? It's going to be not about the. It's not going to be about the, the end product. It's going to be about who we can, who can we get to be in this role. Yeah. Like I think like when you mentioned Robert Redford, Glenn Close, to me that there are actors who don't have the pulse of the younger generation. That not, I mean, I'm not going to say Robert Redford's washed up because like yeah. I said he doesn't need to act. Right. He's got enough. He's he's got fuck you money. Right. You know, he can direct, he can act. For him to be in a Marvel movie makes it mean, pulls a little bit more legitimacy on it. Like I said, I think that that's where we talked about it when he was in Captain America, too. It was like, oh, you know, you get a guy like that, holy crap, that that's, he's an icon. Yeah. Glenn Close, again, another icon, award winning actress. You know, she's done a stint on television with that show Damages. Mm -hmm. So, like, again, it becomes down to, Maybe these actors are doing it to try to rejuvenate their career versus it'd be fun to do. Like, I don't know if LL Cool J has to worry about his career more so than saying, you know what, it might be more fun to do. Well, that's what I'm saying. There's, there's multiple ways of, of, of putting it. But I, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think he's on top now. Like, you know, you don't I, – I, like, I don't know. I don't know what his contracts are. I have no right. idea. But they, they think – but he might be thinking – because, you know – any movie he's going to be in is what two, three, four, five years out. Sure. You know, at this point, I mean, all the actors. I mean, you're you're going to have the Avengers movie coming out next May. You're going to have like the the cast for uh, 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 Thor three and and Captain America three almost pretty much set up or you know in, in the process of. Well, they've of already things. announced that that Loki and um, Idris Elba's got a character from the Thor movies are going to be in Avengers two and three. Yeah. You know, at some in some capacity as well as Thor three. You know. So, I mean, I can understand that. Like, these guys are already lined up, but, you know. But I'm saying, though, like, he might be thinking, you know, I'd like to do this. Like, I, I would like to expand my acting horizons in doing, you know, <laughs> right. a, a Marvel movie. Yeah. Okay. I, again, I, like, it's, it's six, like, to me, it's like, all right, I mean, you brought this, and I'm just going, why? And then you're, like, it's, it's like, all right, I, I, I personally don't feel like L O Cool J needs Marvel. It, would it be fun to do? Sure. Like if, if someone knocked on my door and said, Sean, I want you to be in a Marvel movie. Yeah, I'm going to say yeah. Not because of my because of my career. It's going to be because it's going to be kind of fun. Yeah. You know, so maybe that's it. Like, yeah. you know, that could be just as it. I don't think it's he's worried about his longevity as an actor because that show films between this date and this date. And he has these months to do those things. Mm. Like, I mean, Chris Pratt was still in Parks and Recreations, but still had time to fill Guardians of the Galaxy. You know, like. Filming a movie doesn't take as long as we think it takes filming a movie because the actual stuff that gets put on film 
versus special effects. Right. You know, there's people have done movies in like a month and a half of straight shooting. It's not like it's not Lord of the fucking Rings. Right. You know, you get in there, you do, you know, 50 days of solid, you know, 12 hour days. You got a two hour movie there full of cutting and editing. Then it becomes the post process, the post production process of special effects, titles, you know, things like that. That's where a movie takes a year. Yeah. You know, I, I that's where I think I'm like, uh, all right, like, okay, I can't see him in anything other than like a Luke Cage, you know, or I, I don't know, like, I wouldn't even back in the day before we knew who Black Panther was, I wouldn't even consider him even a role of Black Panther. I honestly would say he'd be perfect for John Stewart for Green Lantern. Yeah, okay, because he plays a Navy SEAL in NCIS. He's got the the figure, the 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 stocky built for it as mm-hmm. a military guy, and he's got the look, you know, grow goatee, boom, he can pull it off. I'm like, I'm sitting there going, I don't know who he could be in the Marvel universe. Like I'm like, but again, it could be because I don't know much about Luke Cage. I don't know much about Black Panther, mm-hmm. other than the sporadic stuff that I've I've read. Right. You know. Uh, all right, and I don't think you know. I mean. I don't think Vin Diesel put his like that thing out there just to be like, I, I honestly do think that some stars like Vin Diesel, like LL Cool J can do this. Hey, I, I, you know what? You guys got anything for me? Cause I would really love to be in a Marvel movie. They wouldn't have to do something as nefarious as post something on tweet to get a buzz going. Okay. As far as LL's Cool J is concerned, I agree with you. <laughs> Vin Diesel. Vin, Vin Diesel. No, uh, come no no come on don't don't fucking don't fucking put them in the same category. Uh, no no I'm I'm putting them down as far as audience. Come on, you may not be a fan of the Fast and Furious movies, but those things are box office phenomenons, right? Okay, the Groot thing. All he said was I am Groot. All right, whatever. But he had the what do you call it the um, Pitch Black series. Yeah, I, not our thing. I mean, I like the Riddick movies. Don't get me wrong. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm watching the new one now, on, and I'm now I know why it's not doing so well. But the thing, <laughs> like, I don't. Know, I was whole, that's a whole other conversation. I watched a piece of it today because I think Dad was watching it too today. Yeah, and it was the scene where he's fighting the dog. Yeah, I'm like, this is like five minutes of him fighting a dog. It's 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 oh, it's like Castaway in the future. That's what it's like, <laughs> you know. And I mean, I mean, granted, I mean, Castaway Ruth thought that was a fucking great movie. I like Tom Hanks in his movies right? and stuff, but a lot of it was like <clears throat> fucking boring, right? And this is what this is one of them. This is it was this fucking was, boring. This was a character piece. Of right, his character. It's like yeah, and there is, there's no character. There is no character. He is like the Christine Stewart of male acting. No expression. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, okay. He's got the range of a banana. Right, but even though he does, though, he still isn't. I agree. Lumping Vin Diesel and LL Cool J in, like, the fame category is is a very broad spectrum. Very broad spectrum. But it still falls under that blanket of stardom where I think a person can knock on the door and go, yeah, we... Help a brother out, kind of thing. Like you know, like come on, dude. How great would it be? Like I, I, I know the guy who's doing the production company, and I, I just want to do a walk on. Yeah, you know, like one of those. Like maybe it's not going to be like you know 
Vanilla Ice's cameo in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, 2. Yeah. You're not going to be at an LL Cool J concert, and all of a sudden you see the Avengers rumble through in a fight scene. <laughs> <laughs> and all of a sudden he breaks into, Mama said knock you out. Uh, Mama said knock you out as the, as the Hulk is punching Ultron or something. You know? <laughs> oh, my God. You know, there he is, a concert going, mm, mm, yeah, what? 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 And all of a sudden, there's this big explosion, and, and there's like Iron Man fighting, you know, Thor. Or... God, I hope they don't do that. <laughs> that is, I mean, that that doesn't work. That does not fucking work. That's what I'm saying. It's just like I, I... did. You see Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? There you go. <laughs> what else you got? Six horror games that will make you vomit if you. Do not pee yourself. Okay, so my First. choices are vomit or pee. Vomit or pee. Okay. This so, is... so so the Huffington Post, Andy Campbell considered these six games to make you either vomit or pee. All right. Shall I go on? Sure, I'm curious. The Evil Within. Oh my god, I heard nothing but shitty things about that game. Go ahead. <laughs> Should I go into another game then? No, no, no. Go ahead. Why did they say? They just talk about the game and what it... What it uh, cor- uh, oh, okay. Kind of like the plot of the game. Like, yeah. I can tell you right now, you're a guy stuck in a cinnason. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. It's by the guy who did Resident Evil. A game about you being stuck in a house yeah. with zombies. So, while I understand some people genuinely like get spooked by that, I've... Being in the, around it, a lot of people have said more negative things than positive things. And the main argument is this. It's fucking stupid. All right. That's what a lot of people are kind of going, like, well, why are you trading this in? Because it's a fucking it's stupid, stupid game. game. Oh, okay. It's like, it's just whacked. Um, it's, it's things are just too, just, they're like, ah, no, forget it. And I'm like, all right, whatever. <laughs> so, Not my money. What do I care? Yeah, so what else? Uh, How about uh, Silent Hills? Okay, that game's not even out yet. That is coming out. Let's see if I can find this very quickly. No, no, no. I think it's coming out next year or in a couple of years. Uh, if they're trying to base that on the PT that came out for the PS4, yeah, two totally different things. They use the PT as like this little psychological horror thing, which was creepy, mm-hmm. to promote the trailer for Silent Hills. Okay. That game, I haven't seen anything else besides that. Yeah, they're talking about the PT of it. Yeah, I mean, that was creepy. Yeah. Uh, but I wouldn't say it was piss your pants scary, but all right, go ahead. <laughs> Soma. S-O-M-A, Soma. All right. What's you're a little scared of this deep ocean. The pressure down there will kill you if you're... A giant swimming beast, invisible in the black depths. It doesn't get you at first. Soma throws you into a deep, dark ocean base and puts a corpse on your... That's what it says. Dark, deep, dark ocean base and puts a corpse on a medical table in front of you. Okay, so basically, was, the pl- yeah. basically the plot is you're in an undersea lab and all of a sudden you come across this... this, this... If someone gets killed, they're on a slab, you're doing an autopsy, and that's when the shit starts happening. Yes. All right. So that's coming out sometime in 2015 or for the okay. PS4 and PC. Okay, so so far there's no actual, like, I would be more valid about this list if it was games that are, have already been out. Yes. But go ahead. Until Dawn is the next one. Never heard of that one either. All right, yeah, because it doesn't have a release date here on this one. 
Uh, Where did you get this article from? Huffington Post. Ugh. <laughs> all right, we might have to ban Huffington Post. I was trying. I was trying to do horror stuff for the Halloween special here. That's all right. That's all right. I mean, so so somebody's just kind of making a fluff piece about upcoming games. Yeah, that's right. All right. Instead of, I bet you that person doesn't even play games. Go ahead. Everyone is excited about this teen slasher flick gone video game. IGN calls Until Dawn a glory mix of... Gory mixed? Gory mixed. You're right. Gory mixed. You're not even reading it and you know what I... (laughs) I speak at ease. (laughs) (laughs) External darkness, heavy rain, and I know what you did last summer, and the Saw films. Okay. All right. We get you... That's what you get behind it. It's pretty. It's a standard horror fair. Eight young kids trapped in a mountain cabin with a gruesome killer. All right. But this time you get to decide who's you who's who. Sorry. Decide who you try to save from vicious acts of bloody torture. Its release date has not yet been determined. But you can watch the 24 minutes of game. Play right on that article. So I did post the article, so you can catch it there on our Geeksters page. All right, maybe I'll take a look at it later. Dying Light is the next game. Uh, yeah, the game that's been postponed, I think, twice. Parkour Zombies in the same game. Yeah. Awesome? I don't think so. Uh, yeah. It's parkour first person, it looks like. Uh, Dying Light scares are less cerebral than its counterparts, but graphics allow the extreme realistic and gory kills. Worse still is the fact that other players can either enter your game as a zombie and stalk you in the night. That's the kind of neat. I like that idea. All right. This coming game is coming out January 27th in 2015. Yes. And the last one is Alien Isolation. Okay, finally, a game that's actually out. Yeah. <laughs> Too many alien games give you the big-ass gun and you wish. Alien Isolation gives you nothing. But the ability to hold your breath and try to sneak your way out of the alien grasp. It is true survivor horror. It is true survivor horror. So it's a true survival horror that real that real wow man. That rally puts the last one on that. Alien Isolation. Two million alien games give you a big ass gun and wish. Alien and a wish. Alien Isolation gives you nothing but the ability to hold your breath and try to sneak your way out of the alien's grasp. It's a true survival horror that really puts you in the driver's seat of Ridley Scott's legendary film. And here, there's good news. You can play it right now. It was released earlier this month. Plenty of praise. Yeah, it is. It is. I'm sorry. It is really good. I just actually have to sit down and play it again. Hello? All right. All right. uh, Yeah. So, uh, hold on a second. Okay. We're going to do the next news article while Ed talks to our guest outside. Uh, here it is. Do you need to sell a haunted house? One realtor explains how she does it. Cindy Hagley says she lives in several haunted houses growing up. And now that she's a realtor, she's taking a special interest in them. Her film, The Hagley Group of San Francisco, has a division specifically devoted to selling stigmatized homes. And she even provides free consultations to realtors around the country who are dealing with homes that have a past, whether past includes reputed hauntings or a crime. Ooh. 
We will get Ed's opinion on that in a moment. But right now, we're going to go to break. This should be interesting, folks. <laughs> Can't wait to tell you what's going on. Oh, yeah. We'll be right back. And we're back. Woo! It's always, 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 always an interesting time when we're here in the studio. That's true. That's true. Um, <laughs> those people who there was, like, I was going to re- go back a little bit. Yeah, we're sitting here, mind our own business, doing our show. Ed hears something. Yeah. I didn't hear it. Yeah, I heard a voice, but I wasn't sure what it was. You, panicky Pete, that he is, rips off the thing. Hey, you've heard the exchange. Now I was trying to carry on by talking about a haunted house realtor. Oh, you got you did. You which which I'm gonna be honest, we could skip that story because it was <laughs> sounded kind of boring. Even me, I was it was nodding off reading it. <laughs> All right, because the interesting thing was happening behind the scenes. That's true. Um, apparently, uh, well, let me let me let me just paint a little bit of a picture. Not not a, a bad picture, just something. Generally, when we're here. There's nobody in the building. Right. You know, so it's just really us doing the show at night. You know, there's a couple people here and there, you know, that work here, that are here. But generally, they, they don't bother us, and we don't bother them. And we just kind of do our business, and they 
do theirs. But generally on a Sunday night, it's pretty quiet in here. Yeah. Usually we get to our shenanigans. It's a empty theater, almost virtually empty building right by a police station. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, we're over the police station. Are we really over? Yes. Okay. So, uh, and here's a noise. Yeah. We go out to, it goes out. Well, here, hello. And I'm like, okay, like, and I'm thinking maybe somebody with a, with a cell phone, you hello. know, you know, like right. having a conversation out in the hallway, you know, kind of thing. So right away I'm thinking, oh, great. I hope this is not going over the air kind of thing. And, she, and then I hear, hello, I'm here to pick something up. I'm like, I'm like, that's why I go hello back just to you know, now <laughs> confirm, like, are she talking to me or is she talking to somebody on the phone? Right. And it, it, it was directed to me, you know, like, hello. Yes. So yeah. she was in the next room. So I was trying to help her out. Right. Can, and and then me and my and here, I'm sitting there reading. I'm basically, I, I'm reading this article. And all I could hear in the background in, in my head was, like I was an NPS, an NPA guy. saying today in the news, woman tries to sell haunted house. Back to you, Ed. And I'm like, you know what? Let me do the thing. It's the day after Halloween, two days after Halloween. Whoever Ed's talking to has the potential of being a serial killer. <laughs> so I'm like, you know what? Let me do the honorable thing. Let me let me get a break. Just a little musical interlude. Yeah. If I had, this is again where we needed the girl from Ipanipa. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'll be right back. So I poked my head out. Yeah. And I would say she was 5'2", 5'3". Probably 5 foot. uh, 5 foot blind, maybe. Maybe 5'2". 5 foot blind, uh, named Kate. Kate. Came knocking on on our door, looking for a friend that she apparently thought she lost. Yes. Um, And all instincts, if you lose a friend, go to the cops. Right. So I was trying to... Direct her that way, and then she kept noticing the guitar that was sitting over here. Yes, that you know we barely look at when we're here. Right. You know, so I was like, I don't know. It's you know, it doesn't know, doesn't belong to me. And she's like, you you know, you guys do a radio station, you know, thing. I'm like, yeah, we're actually on the air right now. Like, and then, right now, and then she was like, oops, like I'm so sorry. And that's when you came out to help out. With yeah, see, we should have her on the air. <laughs> Definitely have her explain her story to us. Yes. That was a poor decision making on my part. I apologize not only to you but to our fans because we could have had some really interesting radio. Yes, because she was a little She's tipsy, a little tipsy, a little, very open about her life. Because <laughs> very... in the five minutes, she explained a lot was going on in her life, and it was just kind of like, "Wow, <clears throat> this is kind of like I was thinking that this was kind of good for radio." You should have brought but her in. I didn't want to embarrass her by bringing her on air, and you know because. We got the release forms. Hey, right. I, I, I want to get the signature first. Sign this, this and then you'll be on the air. Um, I, she seemed very nice, a little intoxicated. Yes. Looking for a friend who apparently also was having a problem with intoxication. Yes. Uh, she's from Brooklyn. Yes. New York, which is still about an hour away, but she came down for festivities. She, yes, she came for a wedding. For actually. a wedding, yes. yes. So congratulations on the couple that got married. married. Yes. Um, and 
And uh, she also has an ex-boyfriend. <clears throat> yes. That who apparently is not um, not accepting the breakup as well as he should. Should it, right. <laughs> yes. <coughs> I, I think that's a very diplomatic way of very, saying very, that. Yes. Yeah. It's, better, it's a better way of saying completely fucked up. Yes. Now, um, so yeah, so, and that she is um, sans cell phone uh-huh. to make any kind of calls because that seemed to have been uh, lifted. Yes. Is a nice way of saying Say it. it. Right, Lifting yeah. it. Liberated from her. Yes. Someone felt that the location of her phone deserves to be somewhere else. And they, mm-hmm. without her consent. And knowledge. And knowledge, decide to transport it from where it was to where, where it, it is, is now. now. Which we don't know where that <laughs> where is. Where we have no clue where that <laughs> is. <laughs> um. Then she see what we've learned in that what few <laughs> minutes that the music was playing while we had quickly on break. How much information we received? Yes. Then um, we really just brought her head around here because she had two friends too. That there was like, I went downstairs to kind of say because I didn't know didn't remember her name and I was like, you know what, if we're going to talk about it on the air, we should at least address her in kind. Yes, saying, Kate, very nice girl. She yes. seemed very friendly, friendly very friendly open. Girl, yes. Um, like and plus also she's a little inebriated and the the nice guy in me yeah well she said she wasn't driving by the way that's right she was she, not driving they she, have she has a sober friend driving the sober car. companion sober companion yes yes um and I'm like well that's good you know yes and she was was she on her way back to Brooklyn you know what we we, we kind of gave her that advice to do that yes going back to Brooklyn Brooklyn, to Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Going back. I don't to think so. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Ironically enough, an LL Cool J song. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the universe kind of gave us that little gift. Right. Like, you guys are arguing about LL Cool J. Here's a song. song. <laughs> Here's a person from Brooklyn. So, um, so I was like, you know what? I mean, let me go get her name. And I thought she was still upstairs. She actually was downstairs and in her friend's car yes turned out to be the three girls i didn't get the other two girls names but she was they're in a jeep (laughs) she's trying to obviously jeeps are two-door and they had to cover so she's trying to haphazardly get into the back seat it's kind of tough to do when you're wearing a dress and you're a little tipsy yes so i kind of chuckled just at the awkwardness of how her the lack of Agility. She had to get in the back because <laughs> she's still trying to be ladylike when she was doing. Of course, yeah. Oh, she course. was very, very, very sweet girl. Yes. And then her two friends basically said that her friend, the one that they were looking for, is safely at home and not at a police, police station. station. Okay. So they kind of drove all the way up here for naught. Ah. So it seems to be like everything is fine. She again thanked you and I. You, yes. Well, me, but for on behalf of both of us, how. For her help, for our help, yes. For her, our, our, I guess, decent guys, yes. And thanking us for giving her the information of our show because she wants to listen to us. All right. She's like, if anything, you guys have gained a new fan. Nice. So, congratulations, Ed. Congratulations st- to you, Sean. I still think we should have had her ass, her and her friend sitting down on the sofa just to kind of because the story was all of a sudden became like. Well, now I need to know. <laughs> I would love to share this with the rest of the audience. You put our show on hold. So we can help you find your friend who's not lost, by the way. Yeah. I think we deserve an interview. Like, I I would be like. She said she was in the technical field. That's right. She would fit very well in the show. She would. There you go. All right. 
So, Kate, if you do happen to listen to this show, um, hi, contact us, ed at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. It's better contact Sean at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Erica at erica at wordswithgeeks.com. That's Erica with a K because you don't know that because you didn't meet her. That's right. Um, or just message us through our Geeksters Radio Facebook page. Yes. And make sure you guys got homo safely because I, I don't Yeah, like- we, we are concerned. You know, I, I you know, I hope you know, I hope you had a great weekend here in our in our fair city. And I hope the friends that you were visiting that got married, I hope they lived many years in what it bliss. Yes. Now let's get back to the show. <laughs> right. So we'll skip over that article that okay, you were well, trying well, to read. Well the article I was trying to read looked like it was about a woman who sells haunted houses. Sells haunted houses, yes. When she was younger, she she had a, many th- incidents that happened in her home that were paranormal in nature exactly so not she, an uncle who touched her nope nope that, all right you know unless she's blacking that part out of her life right and it's all we ghosts. don't know is her house uh, built so, on a uh indian burial ground she she grew up cindy hagel cindy lou who cindy lou who cindy hagley is the real she became a realtor when she grew up of course you makes know, natural sense so, so she has actually has a branch from the uh, Hagley Group of San Francisco that deal with paranormal activity in homes and the selling them. Oh, so if I, we were in a market to get like a home that was haunted, exactly, we could go and knock on her door, or you know, if we were living in San Francisco because she services the San Francisco area, but she Bay does, area, yes. yes, the Bay Area, but she also does offer classes to realtors around the country to help sell paranormal. So not only could we get our realtors license, we could get our paranormal realtors license. That's right. By through her and be able to sell houses on the market that are haunted. Exactly. How much does all this cost? (laughs) It does not say you have to call. Of course it doesn't. And if you have to call, I always say this, if you have to call, we can't afford it. Oh, okay. I'm like, but you have to call to get the information to be able to pay. Yes. You can't just go, I'm going to write this one to check and throw I, it I into imagine, the air. I imagine it's a percentage. I imagine she'll probably, you know, probably do it for like, you know, three, four hundred bucks to, to teach us. But then every home that we sell, she would get a percentage of that. Oh, okay. So it's kind of like the um, Amway version of uh, Ghost Hunters. Exactly. So. All right. All right. Yeah, okay, still not interested in that story. All right, what else <laughs> What else you got? Well, this might interest you. It's about video games. Uh, it depends on the video game, but go ahead. All right. Gamers rejoice. We can play X-Wing and more LucasArts classics again. I read this. The GOG.com a while back has uh, is a website. They're specializing in re-releasing classic games for the current operating systems. And they began teasing the new games, uh, a bunch of new games coming out. Of course, them were old Lucas game, Lucas Art games. That yeah, were Tie out Fighter, X Wing. Those those were really good flight simulator games. Mm-hmm. The graphics weren't great, but for the time they were good. Yes. Um, but Tie Fighter goes down in history as one of the best, you know, um, dog fight games of all time. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was the sequel to X Wing, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and you took the you took the side of the bad guys, and it was basically helping the empire the emperor overthrow beat the rebels. Rebels, right? So you had like these little missions where you had to like you know fight and you know destroy an incoming uh, like I'm going to say vanguard, but that's not it. Mm-hmm. Convoy coming in, and then as you're destroying that, all of a sudden there's Y wings and B wings, and you get bombers and you got to fly around. Right. 
had all it had the music of Star Wars. It had the intro. It was yeah, it was, it was very good. It might, well, now you now you can play that game for ten dollars. I mean, that's the, the, the for a flat fee of ten flat, bucks. I can get it. That's right. I might actually have to look into that again. It's one of those things that I really wish they'd make an updated version of it. Polish up the graphics a little bit, a nice high def, or at least a ni- nice current gen version of that game. Because mm-hmm. you didn't really need much in the way of uh, outside of just dog fighting. The plot kind of came in like visual text, right? But I mean, it, it was definitely kind of hard to control because it was a keyboard game. So it's like hey, A W D S up right. down blah 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 and spacebar fire, spacebar fire. But I mean, <laughs> it, or if you had the flight the flight stick yeah which i use that i use the flight stick it's like whoa problem is though i do kind of feel like because you're in space there's no real horizon i do tend to get the feeling i flew upside down a hell of a lot (laughs) you probably did i I was just like you really couldn't tell i mean you know everybody could have been upside down i just always had this feeling i was flying i was killing i was killing the rebel scum upside down I was like the hot shot. Hey, it's, you see, it's the upside down flyer. He's killed 15 rebels. Why does he do that? He says he claims that the bottom of his ship is smoother, so all the shots go right over versus the sphere like front that mix. If you guys. <laughs> all right, so uh, yay. All right. Okay, what else you got? First look at Wes Craven's new horror comic, Coming of Rage, which is also coming to TV. Hey, what was that? I'll explain. Okay. Wes Craven is creating a comic book. Okay. Okay. He is uh he's working with uh graphic uh with graphic novelist Steve Niles who did the 30 Days of Night series. Okay. And they're making a I don't know I'm trying to see if there's how many issues it's going to be. It's a five issue series. It's going to be in like a mini series type of thing. Uh, the first three were actually released on Halloween, which you could get through uh, as a digital download through uh, Amazon Kindles via Liquid Comics. So any of you uh, Amazon Kindle fans out there have that uh, device can do this right now and go down and, and catch it. But he's also creating a TV show based off of this comic book. Okay. Uh, he is working alongside... Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, it's a- Alan Rifkin's... Uh, Cheyenne Enterprises, the the guys who made Live Free or Die Hard. Okay, so they're the they're the ones who. It's the uh, fourth Die Hard movie. Yes, yeah, so which I liked actually. You know, it was better than uh, Live Free or Die Hard. Yes, I mean, uh, wait, uh, what was? Wait, what was the last one? Is that Live Free and Die Hard? No, it was a good day to Die Hard. It's a good day to Die Hard. Yeah, Live Free or Die Hard was uh, the fourth one. Yes. Whew. So uh, yeah, look forward to that coming up. Uh, they don't they don't have a release date yet, but uh, yeah. okay. So, Ooh, sorry, that was probably I wasn't bored by your our conversation. I was just getting a little sleepy. Uh-huh. Um, that whole losing an hour kind of gaining an hour kind of threw me off. Actually, <laughs> earlier when before we went through our second break, yeah, I was like, I looked at the clock and I'm going, oh my god, it's nine thirty. We got to get going. Like, let's and we're only done part two of the show. Yeah, I'm like. All right, let's go to break. And then I was like, okay, we'll do a couple of articles. And you're like, no, it's only 830. I was like, because the clock on the wall that I look at wasn't turned back. I now fixed it yeah. while we, when we went on break. Okay. But uh, the first break, not the second break to handle, to talk to uh, Kate. Yes. So. Now, you, you mean that I have two more articles. You yeah. mean that you keep going? Yeah, keep going. Okay, okay. Because this one, this one we have to talk about. 
Uh, Marvel announces the new films, including two Avenger sequels. All right. So let me post that real quick online there for everybody. <laughs> there you go, kids. So, of course, last week, it was, yeah, it was last week that DC announced their lineup for the next six years. You know, with all their great movies coming out, or semi-great movies, or okay. mediocre movies, or however you want to put it, kids. However you want to do it. I don't know. All right. Go, go, okay. So, DC, Marvel decided to do the same exact thing. They wanted, Basically, I think it's focusing on the Phase 3 aspect of the movies coming out. So, here we go. Well, basically, let's, put, let's, let's call for what it is. Mm-hmm. DC, a few months ago, you made fun of because they listed a list of movie dates with, with no, no titles. titles. They were like, here's a movie that's going to be coming out. Title will be determined. But then they went, you know what? We heard Ed make fun of us. So now we're going to give date, titles and who's going to be in it. Like right. Wonder Woman, Splash. And, and Marvel went, oh, that's cute. Here's our dick. <laughs> and they went, hey, by the way, this is what we got, bitches. <laughs> Just when you think it's safe to be a DC fan, Marvel comes out and goes, whack, whack, whack. Drop it on the people at home, folks. <laughs> so here, here we go, kids. Captain America film is uh, Captain America Civil War, and that is coming. Uh, wait, dude, teach teach there right there, man. What's Captain it? America is twenty sixteen, May twenty sixteen. Okay, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm. You're, you're looking. Let me see. You can have. Okay, uh, four film. The the four three are. Uh, for Ragnar is coming out July Ragnarok. 20- Ragnarok. Uh, you know what? I I practiced that like four <laughs> times before the break, and I still screwed it up. <laughs> okay. What we got on the plate here is uh, Captain America, obviously. Mm-hmm. It's, um, you, yeah, you really didn't do many. I saw a better here. You you talk. I'll pull up the, the list of days and dates. Okay. Okay, so that way it makes so it because nice. it was a nice little graph thing. Right, Thor comes out with uh, July twenty eighth, twenty seventeen. Uh, Doctor Strange is coming out November fourth, twenty sixteen. So this is all over the page, kids. Uh, Black Panther will hit theaters November third, twenty seventeen, starring uh, Chadwick Boseman. Okay. Yep. We we talked about we talked that about bit. that. Yep. Uh, Fage announced that the studio will make a Captain Marvel film set for July 6th, 2018. Okay. Uh, it'll be Carol Danvers is Captain Marvel. Uh, Captain Marvel. So the original uh, Captain Marvel will be. Um, I don't think she's the original. I think she's she's the po- most popular one. I yes. Think. Like she was. Okay. I'm sorry. She was the. I'm going to put it this way. She was the hot blonde. Carol, uh, of yeah. Well, she's the only one I know, so I, I don't really. Well, yeah. Well, they have the um, they have the new girl who's a um Islamic teenager. Yes, Muslim teenager. Muslim, I'm sorry. Yes. So um, all right, all right, okay. Uh, that of course I said July 6, twenty eighteen. Was that? Will that be one? Okay, I got it. Okay, go I ahead. got the list. Confirmed films: Captain America: Civil War is twenty sixteen. Mm. Okay, that's Captain America three. That's next year. Right. Well, two years actually. Civil um, War. Yep. Doctor Strange is in 2016. Yes, November 4th. Okay. Guardians of the Galaxy Part 2, 2017. All right. Is that on your list? 
Uh, somewhere, but it's, like I said, it's all talking. okay. I'm looking for it as, as you're talking here. Okay, and then there's Thor Ragnarok, which, if anything, it's in Norse mythology. Is um, I think Ragnarok is the end times. It's like their Armageddon. Yeah. Okay. Uh, then Black Panther in 2017. So you got three Marvel movies coming out in 2017. Uh, Avengers Infinity War Part 1 in 2018. Mm. Captain Marvel in 2018. Inhumans in 2018. That's November 2nd, yes. And then Avengers Infinity War Part 2 in 2019. Yes. So that's what we got to look forward to. <clears throat> and then, of course, then there's the TV series, which is uh, Daredevil, supposed to come out next year. Um, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, and Defenders. Right now, there's no t- there's no dates for those except for Daredevil, which is 2015. Because I've seen some stills, but movie Marvel movie lineup looking pretty good. Yeah, I know it's not too shabby at all. I'm I'm kind of excited for every um, every film. Also, they did um, Robert Downey. RDJ has got to be the best spokesperson for the Marvel universe of all time. I think he's he's second to Stanley himself. Really? As far as being able to promote uh, um, to promote something. Because he, like, okay, people are going, okay, you know what? As if you need another reason to see Captain America 3. He says, by the way, I'm in it. Yeah. Like, I'm in it too. I'm doing a cameo. But again, and that, because it's titled Civil War, mm. is supposed to lay the foundation for probably the Infinity War. On, you know, like, the next two Avenger movies. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like I'm curious, like Civil War, is it going to end? Is Avengers 3 going to end the way Civil War ended? Hmm. People mm. are like, well, how did Civil War end? Uh, just go read it, because it's actually it's the Civil War is actually a good, it's a good story. Good yeah. Now, so uh, I'm looking forward to all of them. I got to say, I mean, uh, here's the thing. I mean, this is the way I'm going to... I mean, it's the, the only ones, the only, not I've seen, I want to say on the fence about, but I it, that's not the right terminology. It's because of the lack of knowledge I have for them is the Captain Marvel and the Doctor Strange. Well, Doctor Strange, I'm on the fence about because I remember when I, when he was, when I was younger, when they used him in a lot of um, co- uh, comic books that I read, he always seemed to me fuck up the storyline. You know, there was, <laughs> right. You were, you, there was always the, you know, when I was like <laughs> Fantastic Four, every time you saw Doctor Strange, you're like, you're like through kind of through the, uh, you know, the comic book of the air going, fuck, I'm screwed again because it's like the first time he did it, you know, it was just, ah, uh, just drive me nuts. So every, every, every time after that, it was the same thing. It was one of those things where like, if they have a plan and then all of a sudden when, when he shows up, somehow the plan gets fucked up. Yeah. I understand. So that's, you know, I mean, in recent years. You know, he's gotten kind of better in some of his storylines, and I'm kind of like... You're trying to warm up to him. You're trying. Right. He's the he's your version of Leonardo DiCaprio. Exactly. <laughs> you didn't like him. He's kind of war- trying to warm up to him, but I think with the movie, with if... Like, I don't know if it's official, official yet, with Cumberbund being, uh, you know... <laughs> Benedict, uh, Benedict Arnold, I mean, Benedict, Eggs and Benedict, Cumberbatch, <laughs> you know... If he is signed to play Doctor Strange, I think you'll see like that's that's big. In, uh, you know that, that's the thing though. But you're going well, it's to me. It's like you could also go along the same lines as uh, uh, Ryan Reynolds playing Green uh, Lantern, Lantern, and uh, uh, Ben Affleck playing Daredevil. 
we have to separate the, the actor from those roles. It could still be okay. a shitty movie. <laughs> that, okay, that's a good point. I, I then find it, your flabbergastness of me lumping LL Cool J and Vin Diesel in the same umbrella yeah. makes me laugh the way you put you put Ryan Reynolds, Ben Affleck, and Cumberbatch in the same umbrella as well. <laughs> the, the same idea where the fact is you really can't blame the actor. You can sit there and go, that's great fucking casting, the movie shit. Yeah. Uh, okay. I mean, I'll be honest. Ben Affleck playing Daredevil, I didn't really have an image of anybody playing Daredevil. I was just happy Daredevil was on the screen. Yeah. Um, when they hired Ryan Reynolds to play Howard Jordan, I was like, fuck, that movie's not going to be good because I think he make a perfect Wally West flash. Yeah. So I feel like I'm kind of vindicated in that one people because people didn't really like Green Lantern. Yeah. You know, I was like, I think it did an okay job, but I really, really rather have seen him in the red and yellow tights being well, Wally just, West. Uh, just, I mean, but the, I understand. Along the, the Wally West type of thing. I mean, you're, I agree with you with him in that. But I mean, I don't know if he would really be a great flash either, but it, the way he portrays himself in a lot of films, the way he speaks those backlash comments that he makes, you know, is perfect for like, you know, that's what I said. Wally West was good for Ryan Reynolds right, because yeah. Wally West had that biting sense of humor. Cumberbun is, you know, con. I, I think he, I think he'd do a good job. I think, I think you need to trust me, Ed. No. I think Benedict Cumberbatch will be perfectly fine as Dr. Strange. I almost think it's too good casting. That's the problem because it could blow up in my face. Going, oh my God, he's brilliant! Holy shit, that script sucked. Yeah, you know, like that's kind of well, that's 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 the thing you got to worry about. Like you was... need the right guy to be able to know how to utilize Cumberbatch's acting ability because he is brilliant. <laughs> Cut, print, perfect. <laughs> so I am kind of I'm more um, happier. I think that the Black Panther movie comes out before the Green Lantern movie for yeah. DC because DC hasn't announced whether it's going to be still Hal Jordan or they're going to go with John Stewart. So I think you're going to you're going to see. Do you remember what the release date for uh, Wonder Woman is? The Wonder no. Woman standalone film. No. Okay, because I, I well, I'm saying I think in the next couple of years we're going to have we're going to see where films will lie in a year. Like, you know, when, when the 2016 and 2017 movies come out, we're going to see where DC and Marvel fall in those months. And that's that's going to be the big thing because, you know, with the whole man of Batman versus Superman, Dawn of Justice versus Captain America 3, uh, Warner Brothers blink first. You well, know? Yeah, but I'm, I'm kind of curious. Like, okay, there's... Um, okay, I, I want to look... I'm looking at uh, two things in particular. Okay, Captain Marvel comes out in 2018. Wonder Woman comes out in 2017. Mm. Um, <clears throat> Suicide Squad, which I'm really interested in seeing because I like the director David Ayer. Uh -huh. um, but I'm, I guess I'm looking at it from a multicultural perspective. Uh -huh. Black Panther comes out in 2017, but then DC uses their first. They give their leading African American character, Cyborg, a 2020 release. So Marvel will hit the iron first for the first African American superhero. Yeah, you know before actually even with Black Panther, but even before DC has their out. Yeah. Um, as far as Wonder Woman goes, you can say Black Widow was out first, but she I don't really know if you would consider her a superhero. 
like that's what I'm saying. Captain Marvel, her being a woman, you know, um, does she? Do you, she comes out after the Wonder Woman standalone film? Yeah. So I'm kind of curious to go like in the realm of diversity in comic book movies. Who do you think has the edge? At this point, Wonder Woman. If if you're talking about the female versus female aspect of each side of well, the, race, the coin, race, gender, you know, yeah. I mean, I I mean, it really depends on each one. I mean, I think that Marvel will clean up with the African American, with with Black Panther. Uh, um, what was the other one? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Black Panther and Luke Cage. Luke Cage. You know, those characters have been around more. Cyborg is a newer created character in the last few years. Right, yeah. You know, so I mean, like maybe, you know, 15 years. So you, so you've got more history with, with Black Panther and Luke Cage. Right. And that a lot of, they're going to be out first. So when Marvel finally brings out their side, or not Marvel, when DC decides to bring out Cyborg, which I think is way too long. I think 2020 is after, because I, I think. I think if the, in this next six years, what, geese are going to go. You know what? I'm I'm tired. I'm done. I'm like I'm like. It's great now that we're talking about this buzz and we're we're, we're you know we're generating. But there's going to be a movie that's going to shatter what what we like like after a while like seeing comic book movies coming out. Well, okay. Like here, I'm going to say like I mean, there's a lot of people kind of having negative backlashes now. I mean. And it's very minor, you know. Like I, I hear some buzzes on the internet where people have started like, right, "Can we can we go move on to another genre of comic?" You know, the movies. Now, whether they're comic book fans or not, I don't know. Right. But they're the general public, you right. know. And that's the thing. I mean, and that's what these movies are. Is it's not just for the comic book fan; it's for that broad audience. Yeah, but I'm going to say more so. It for, especially for Marvel, it's definitely about the kid aspect. Because I think because Disney has their hands in it yeah. since they own it. I think that they try to look at it as a marketing way, and the best way to market it is by marketing it for kids. Like a lot of people, I've read on the internet of people slamming Guardians of the Galaxy because it was too childlike. Yeah, and I'm like, it's and a lot of people going, dude. You, like there was this um, kind of a debate whether or not Guardians of the Galaxy was better than um, another superhero movie that came out the same year, like uh-huh. or, or Captain America. Like I mean, to me, as far as I'm concerned, they're apples and oranges. Right. One's a very earn, very serious kind of film, superhero movie. Other one's a lighthearted romp. Yeah. You know, like in the vein of Star Wars. Yeah. But the person said that you know, Guardians of the Galaxy is kind of geared towards kids, and I'm like, yeah, because they're you know, like it's supposed to represent fun. You can't have the fucking you know DC police over there going no jokes, right? Like you know, and the Marvel going here's a fucking. Dung tootin' gun totin' raccoon, raccoon yeah. and a talking tree mm-hmm. who at the very end of the movie dances and the whole world falls in love with right. him. Right, explodes, yep. You yeah, know, I mean my, here's, and... here's my thing though, is is that DC's only putting out two every year. Marvel's putting out three. Well that's a thing too, but I mean like like I think well that's the thing. D- Disney has a good formula. They have great companies behind them that are sub. They got the cash. They got the cash. They got the deep pockets. Disney cash. That's right. They got the deep pockets. They can do. They can pull the shit off. They got fuck you, Mickey Mouse money. That's right. They got Mickey. They got the mouse money. And they and they have ways to make a shit movie into a positive. Look at planes. Right. (laughs) They've made and they made a sequel. Apparently, that's you know made enough money that they might be doing a third. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I mean, it's stuff like that. But that's the thing that I'm saying is is that. 
the slates the way they are is it's six years. People are going great. Like they're like, oh, I like this title. I like this title. I'm interested in seeing this one. Or you know, you're going to hear a lot of that. And then after a while, there's going to be a couple movies that are going to come out. I don't know what year it's going to be. It might be in a course of a two year span. But I think that after a while, people will be like, oh, you know what? I don't even want to see Cyborg because you know that'll be a 2020 film, and people are like, you know what? Star Wars came out. I can't wait for Episode uh, Eight. I can't wait for you know Episode Nine. Okay. I can't wait for the Han Solo separate. Uh, uh, we'll, 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 we'll use this as our last our last article. Okay. Unless you really like that. that no, nah, I mean it's not. It was just not a Halloween one. I'm gonna say this way. Today it's it's almost 2015. Yeah. By 2020, we're going to have almost. 20 superhero movies. Yeah. In total between DC and Marvel. Mm-hmm. That's not including the next Star Wars trilogy. Mm-hmm. That's supposed to come out in 2016. And the thing is is that we're we're talking about we're talking about Warner Brothers and Marvel right. or, or or Disney. Well, yeah. We're not talking about Fox, <coughs> Sony, right. and the independent films that are coming right. out. Like I, on that list, not once mentioned Ant-Man. Right. And that's supposed to be on the slate sometime soon too. Yes. That's why I rounded up to 20 in the next five years. Yeah. Because, and you know, just in, just in DC camp alone. I mean, they're still talking about Hellboy 3 coming out. Really? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I mean, 20 movies in the comic book vein, that is, I'm going to be honest, that's, that's tough. Like, as a fan of movies and, and, you know, somewhat of a geek, that's a lot of, like, that's, you're asking for, a, I've had, relationships last less than five years. Yeah. You know, like, you're asking me to sit down. I mean, I have no interest in a cyborg movie because I've never really been into cyborg. But you have to really impress me in Justice League with his character to make me want to go see a standalone movie with him. Right. Well, okay, well, that brings up an interesting point. Okay, we're talking about now Batman versus Superman, Dawn of Justice, okay? Right. Pretty much the cast is going to be in there. Yeah, probably right? in some form or another. Right. Whether it be a walk-on, like you know, like Wonder Woman flies over an invisible plane, right? Exactly. Whatever, whatever, whatever point it is. But what to say, like, if if Cyborg had a bad cameo experience, like type if of thing, you're like, like, you know what? I didn't really like Cyborg. Would that influence you six years from now, or five years from now, four years from four years? I have to think, do as long as math right. now. Man. Oh no, math! Oh my god! So four years later, they're going to come out with a single cyborg movie, a solo cyborg movie. You are asking you're 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 committing yourself to a movie about a character that could I mean it's for any of them. Any movie, one of the, any one of those movies could fail. And here's the thing. What's what in what genre now besides comic books, okay? okay. I'm talking about the broader spectrum. The moron, not sorry, excuse me. The person that sits in front of their couch and watches television. That's where me. where do you <laughs> where would you see Cyborg now? Um well, I right now Teen Titans Go on TV. Exactly. As a kid, uh, right? And but adults watch this show, sure. right? Like if I was a fifteen, I mean. But you're getting a, you're getting your precepts. If you're not a an avid DC right uh, reader, right, and you're not reading this comic book of Justice League or Cyborg, your only knowledge is from Teen Titans, Titans Go. Go, right? So yeah. that's what you're getting your knowledge from. So so based off of that, would you actually go see a Cyborg movie? No, I wouldn't. Exactly. I mean that that's kinda It's a it's 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 a it's a it's a pigeonhole type thing to say. No, no, but I do like he needs to win me over yeah, like I like him in the comic books. What, what I never really followed a cyborg standalone because I've not I, there's this is, nothing in his character that I really appeals to me. 
this is this is the secret. This is the secret of what people need to do in the next six oh, years. Oh boy! Okay, is read read. But besides that, let's let's make it easier. I, I'm I'm a lazy goer. I, I haven't read comic books much in the last couple of years for various reasons. But you could say because you're pulling, you got the time. That's right. Nope, no pulling, no time. Uh, no money, no time. Anyway, uh, if if they came out with more, which Warner Brothers has done successfully in the last few years. More of the direct-to-video cartoons. Okay, and the more of the animated stuff, Jeff, right, right? Right, right. And giving you, giving you a solo cyborg movie there. Okay, you so know? you're you're kind of saying you giving know what? you giving you a painted picture of what it, what he should really be or what he looks like. Okay, gives you a better judgment type of thing. Even if they came out with, they should come out with a more serious DC uh, Justice League cartoon show. Well, the, well, yeah, but I'm also too just because they're doing that now with Marvel on on Disney XD. The Suicide Squad. I'm gonna be honest. I'm surprised they're even making it at all. Not only making, but making it for what comes out in 2016. Like you're, and that lineup is going to be should be um, Deadshot, Harley Quinn. You know, you can if they do if they go with the Arkham Asylum movie, uh, Escape That's, from Arkham, right. You're gonna have the the Jaws guy, the shark guy, mm-hmm. Killer Frost, um, Captain Boomerang. You know, you got that like the only people that's known right now. I would say in in the history of comic books, maybe Deadshot because he's been a couple times in Arrow. Right. Harley Quinn, God knows she's the star of the movie as far as I'm concerned because she's the only one that's got any kind of. That's the character. Base. That's the character that people want to go just to see Suicide, just to see her. What, uh, what is DC so finally going to do with this with this character? What, what this is this is going to be like the the be all end all type of of character because there's a lot of people people that are not even big Batman fans no. like Harley Quinn and right. know who she is. Right. I, I and uh, like I said, what about Wonder Woman? What if like what if she doesn't resonate well on screen? She better. She better. You know. She better. I swear to God. I, 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 I mean, we've, we've, we've people have pushed for this Wonder Woman movie for decades. Yeah, I, I agree. Decades, and and you know, if if Warner Brothers doesn't deliver, you know, I hope. Then I hope the flip side. I hope Marvel does really well with a strong female lead in their in in their uh, Captain Marvel movie. I, I, I said you're looking. at... You're, There's a lot of pressure. There is a lot of pressure in the next six years of what's going to happen. Next I mean, six years, dude. Five years. Yeah. I mean, we are years, in, yeah, we are now in November. Right. We got two months before the end of 2014, and the only thing we got going for 2015 is um, Avengers and Ant Man. Yeah. You know, supposedly, I think Ant Man's coming out next year. Yeah. So I mean. And then all of a sudden, it's like, hey, between now and 2020, whatever, the end of 2020, close to 20 superhero movies. And, and, it, but being, and we'll be there covering every story <laughs> one of them. We'll be there. <laughs> Bad or good, crap or mediocre, we'll be there. Yeah. Because, I mean, <laughs> let's be honest. How many of those, how many of those 20 movies are going to be a success? I. Well, you kind of hope all of them are. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I hope because I don't really want to make my money on twenty movies that are going to be shit. Right. But I know, but I know not all of them are going to be great films. S- tell them some of them are going to be tough sells. Yeah. 
Personally, I think Marvel has the edge on selling a product to someone, to people that they're not too familiar with. Because Guardians of the Galaxy proven that you could take a group of individuals in a comic book series that people know little to nothing about. Except for the fans. Except for the fans. But even the fans seem to be kind of happy. I mean, yeah, there were some grumblings about why didn't they go this way or why didn't they go that way. But overall, you took a bunch of characters that no one knows and no one can identify with. I would say the third tier superhero. Yeah. And be able to make it into the second highest grossed movie of the year. You kind of go, okay, you know what? Maybe not people... Black Panther, Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel's going to be a tough sell because, you know, it's like people people might associate Captain Marvel with Shazam. Because that... Well, I was saying that... that see, this, this is where... This is where I... You know what? I hate to do this. Like, we have to call it right now. Okay. I'll be reasons. We could go on for another hour and a half, two hours, and we've done this. <laughs> Again, we've had these conversations before, which we will pick up in the future because there'll be a lot more. Because I have a lot more oh. to throw at you. You have a lot more to throw at okay, me. We'll do this for now. We'll, we'll, we'll pick it up next week. We'll pick it up next week. We will definitely keep keep on this. We will be there. Like you said, we'll be there with pretty much every movie as time. I'm goes a soccer. Yeah, I'll be there. You know, and and it's it's something that we feel passionate about and there's going to be a lot of conversations through the years like i said there's so many aspects we're going to look at the next five years you're going to see a lot of yelling and screaming that's right no black panther's awesome fuck black panther <laughs> fuck him in his panthery ass <laughs> purple who wears purple <laughs> really <laughs> anyway captain marvel they want with the short hair come ah. on let's get a busty blonde <laughs> That's sexism. That's the character. <laughs> they drew her that way. It's not my fault. Actually, I would like to see um, if we're going to go fantasy. What's her face? Katie Sackhoff. Ah. Per- you know, she, she she has said that she wanted to play Captain Marvel. And she also has been in a Marvel, the Marvel Studios. Yes. I think she's... She's going to be Captain Marvel? I think she's going to be Captain Marvel. All right. All right. Well, you know, like I said, we keep going on like yeah. this. All we right. have to call it a night. Thank you, everybody, for listening again. We appreciate it. And uh, if you want to contact Sean on anything we've talked about, in contact with Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. You can contact Ed at Ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Erica. She's not here, but she will be here next week to be here to help us out like she does every week. You see, she's returning next week, dude. It's not like... like, like uh... But you can contact her and go, where the hell were you? Yeah, bitch, where the hell are you? <laughs> at Erica at wordswithgeeks.com, and that's Erica with a K. But if you want, you can go to uh, Facebook, Geeksters Radio. Go to our page, like us. You can go to Twitter and follow us there at, at Geeksters. Or Instagram at Geeksters Radio. But be sure to catch us every Sunday night between 6 and 9.30-ish. Today was our, our fallback uh, special. That's right. <laughs> we gave you an extra hour of content. That's right. <laughs> but guys, it's on here on AquanetRadio.com. Tune in, iHeartRadio and iTunes Radio. Just search for Aquanet Radio on those apps? Yes. Dude, this is fucking weird. <laughs> I'm the one who does all that. You're the one who does. You're the, you're the guy who goes, just search for Aquanet Radio on those apps. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do your job. No, <laughs> not as good as I can. Or better not. <laughs> Next week could be Ed and, Ed and America. Where's Sean? He's on sabbatical. <laughs> he got mad because I did his parts. 
Uh, yeah, so um, folks, we'll tune in next week when we'll talk more shit. We'll be back. Stuff. We'll be back later next week. Uh, bye. bye. And we're back, folks. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> you have to understand. Here we go. For the behind the scenes thing. During the during the first part, right before we left, I had a little gas. <laughs> So, and needed some time to compose himself, apparently. He's like, that's a lot about it. He's talking and he's farting. <laughs> that's like a, you know, like a little toot or something like that. It was going, <laughs> but apparently it wasn't loud enough that you could hear it through the thing, but I could hear it through my ears. And I'm like, and all of a sudden after, he's like, we'll be right back. Are you going to press the button? That's what I'm dying at that point, folks. That's what I'm dying. <laughs> <laughs> That's when the fog sent in. That's right. <laughs> Promised. <laughs> Promised. <laughs> so, <sighs> boy, I hope you enjoyed the fine programming that we give to you. The high quality programming. Yes. That is the highbrow humor known as Geeksters. <laughs> yeah. Um, we hope you enjoyed the show. And uh, if you want to catch the shenanigans live. You can do so on Sunday nights from 6 to whenever on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, Tuned In, or iHeartRadio. Just search for Aquanet Radio and those apps. And if this is your first time listening to the show, maybe a friend handed it off to you and he didn't tell you where, where he found us. He found us on Facebook under Geeksters Radio. So yep. go there, hit the like button. And then if you hit the about button, you can find out where else to download our fine pro. Excuse me. I got a little drunk. Those are fine programming, you know, where else? <laughs> but you can also follow us on Twitter at, at Geeksters or on Instagram at, at Geeksters Radio. Just search for Aquanet Radio on those apps. But your friend could have also said, what? <laughs> did I screw up something? Yes. What did I do? Because I'm, like, oh. I'm like doing the Twitter and the Instagram and you're like, just follow <laughs> I'm sorry. Apparently, all my brain cells came out my ass when I farted. Because I, I was trying, I started getting the hiccups, and I wasn't. I was focusing on not hiccuping on the air, which is funny because I'm okay without farting on the air. But the hiccups, no, no, no. I had class, you know. <laughs> so I was so busy focusing on that, I'm like, hey, I didn't do that, so I better do it. And then I, there was no need because we weren't even in near. We were past that. Yes. Just gonna show you at a moment's notice, I can forget what we just did. That's why we do these recordings, so I can remember me when I get when I get older. What was I like when I was in my forties? Listen to this. <laughs> oh my god, I was rude. But if you want to fo- contact Sean and talk to him about his flatulence, you can do so at Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. Wherever you want to contact Ed and tell him that it wasn't my flatulence, it was the fart call for the brown mist, you can do so at Ed. At editwordswithgeeks.com. <laughs> or if you want to contact Erica and tell him how much these two are jackasses, you can do that at Erica at wordswithgeeks.com. Make sure you put the K for Erica. <laughs> and then don't forget, if you're listening to this now, you've probably went to wordswithgeeks.com or iTunes and downloaded us that way. Yeah, that's pretty much it, I guess. You know, like, we'll see you next week when uh, who knows what will be happening. Knows. <laughs> See you next week, folks. <laughs> yeah, you never know when something funny is going to happen on this show. Did something funny happen? Yeah. You'd never know it. <laughs>